You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Thank you for tapping into some unhappy keg. One of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How has your week been, sir? Been good. Busy. Very, very busy, actually. Uh, So I immediately want to get this off my chest. I know I've been streaming prior, but this week, an extremely busy week. Um, Had to, had to finalize some things uh now, let's tell the truth let's tell the truth things. about what really happened let's tell let's let everybody know our elgato died on monday or tuesday night right and then it killed your ps4 so we plugged it into <laughs> my ps4 and it uh it corrupted yeah. it and i had completely factory <laughs> reset it so that is yeah. really what happened we so had the, no um, ps4 to stream from <laughs> For uh, absolutely until late yep. last night. Yep, the Elgato Elgato screwed up on us and uh, kind of messed some things up. I had to had to run to Best Buy get what I needed to get. Uh, and then just like RJ stated, it messed up my PS4. So I'm like, what am I gonna do now? Am I gonna be forced to go get a PS5? Um, and obviously you had your well, old let's PS4. Be, and let's be real. There's no PS5s to get. <laughs> right? It's not <laughs> like you I'm haven't saying. been looking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Good point. It's uh, That, in a nutshell, was was the week. It's It was um, unexpected. Because um, it was, you know, okay, the Elgato's a little messed up. All right, that's fine. Um Maybe I'll just go return it and get another one, and then all of a sudden the PS4 glitches out, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm in a world of hurt right now. Uh, but we got to fix. I will be streaming after this. Well, at about two o'clock actually, two two thirty. But man, all has been well on my end. How about yourself? Um, it was a, it was a busy week uh, as well. I think everybody had that this week, right? Because for the most part, previous two weeks, people been off. For me, it was like the previous three and a half weeks. Um, so just getting back in the swing of things. Set up my Monday for, yeah, pretty easy day. Just kind of getting things in order. Of course, mm-hmm. first day back at work. Several curveballs to change things around. Um, especially, I knew that things might be different. So before I left, I was trying to get an idea of what would be there for when I get back. And then, of course, right. everything that I figured would be there ended up happening. And they kept telling me, oh, no, no, you're coming back to this job. But we changed jobs, so I got to drive a different way. So in the morning when I'm super tired, hopefully I don't go on autopilot and go to the same place I've been for four months. <laughs> <laughs> So and, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So the the you know it's the same drive. So I'm home at the same night, but or same time and everything. But um, <clears throat> different direction. Uh, and then the kids are 
Man, they they run everybody ragged. Say it every time, but for real. I mean, you know, you you guys had them over Christmas for 24 hours, and uh, you guys were knocked out for three days. <laughs> they, uh, I tell you what, there's something, man. There's something. There's something special. They are extremely energetic and energetic as they should be. You know, you're talking. You're talking a three-year-old and a uh, one-year-old. So, I mean, two boys, too. So, they're just getting started, man. We're just getting started. Well, I'm glad to see my camera finally focused. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, something was going on with it. But, man, I, I got I got, I got, got too much going on here in my mind. Yeah, we got to... Up, rage? Is that what it is? Or is it emotion? I don't is even it... know. I don't even know. It, it, Frustration? You know, all of it. All of it. Um think we would be doing a disservice if we did not speak on the insurrection that happened i mean and again i don't want to you know I'll, i don't want it to be 40 minutes 45 minutes but i feel like uh, love you know rj when you've been kind of taking you know our twitter account um you know, you've kind of been mastering that and then putting out some appropriate tweets i think and that's kind of what i would mention i think it's uh we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't speak on where we stand um, i know we had for maybe the first 20 episodes of our podcast, but I feel like, I feel like it's that I told you so. I told you so. Um, whether you were blue or red, whether you're black, whether you're white, I told you so. And I feel like most people now on social media were huge Trump supporters, been kind of quiet lately because everybody has told you so. It's not the... I don't, those I don't think you've been looking in the right places if you think they've been quiet. Bro, well, that's, that's, I don't yes. want to look in those places then because I'm going to be very upset. Very, very upset. But I think yes. it's here in Untapped Keg. We do not appreciate, we most definitely condemn hatred. We condemn everything that Trump stands for. Um, obviously, because everything that he stood for, I think we saw the pinnacle of it the final act of it um, this past Wednesday during the insurrection. And uh, I think that's very infectious, poisonous, cancerous to American democracy. I mean, like I said, whether you're blue or red, that's just not that's not what we need. We don't need people storming the Capitol and planting bombs because of their president, the person they voted for, did not win. I... I, I think to the day I die, I will never understand how a group of adults, a lot of adults, say, you know what? I'm going to get dressed today. I'm going to go storm the capital of the United States of America. I don't think that'll, I don't think that I'll, I'll ever be able to understand that. And maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe I'm not supposed to. I, I don't think that no. I'm supposed to think that way. <laughs> but... But it's just mind blowing to me, man. I I really want to hear your thoughts on that because, you know, I pretty much have been I've been very vocal on social media and uh, I kind of expressed it there. I don't want to go too far too much further with it because I don't want to give it that much attention. It's a bunch of adults acting like children. Uh, but I kind of want to hear what your thoughts are on that. Well, um, for me, you know, I tweeted out from both. Facebook and Twitter that um, 
you know, for anybody who is questioning, uh, we believe Black Lives Matter. We believe science is real. And we believe LGBTQIA rights are human rights. Um, for anybody who is wondering where we stand on any issue, you can look at pretty much those three. And I, there's more that I probably should have included, but I felt like those three encapsulated um, kind of what how we believe to begin with. Um, you can go from there as our like base principles and you can, you know, fan out and maybe, you know, there are times where we could be better allies. There's times where we're learning, we're growing. Like that's what I put also in that message was we wanted to make a space in a community where we can grow, we can make mistakes, we can um, learn from them. <clears throat> Hopefully they're not massive mistakes that cost mm -hmm. human lives. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, um, they revolve around trying to make the right decision because all you can really do is when you make decisions use the information that you have available to make the best decision possible um that's what i think that's what everybody tries to do at least i hope that's what everybody tries to do doesn't necessarily always work out that way but um we have seen for the past what has it been, 16 years? No. 12 years. It's really been 12 years. Uh, this rabbit hole that has been created that people are going down. Uh, it started when Obama first got elected, and it just took off with the Tea Party. Um, you know, they said it was about the debt. They said it was about taxes. They said it was about foreign money. Um but when the Tea Party got in power, that debt went up. Um, they voted for it. You know, when the Freedom Caucus, which is all Tea Party members, um, they supported those tax cuts that increased the national debt by over $2 trillion. Um, this is just facts. Like, you can look it up right. um, <clears throat> if you want to. It seems like a lot of people are burying their heads in the sand for cause and effect mm -hmm. relationships and there's a lot wrong they can be pointed to with uh, our society and it doesn't just stop at the United States of America it stops at you know it goes to um, I would say Eurocentric societies for the most part um, <clears throat> I'm talking to you white people which includes me, we, for some reason, cannot accept our history. Anytime somebody brings it up. Give it to them. Anytime it brings up our history, we're like, well, that was then. Like, this is now. Like, we treat everybody uh, with respect until they don't give it to us, until it has to be a police officer shooting and killing, shooting and paralyzing, uh, beating up people. Um, you look at the police response, the National Guard response to the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer, and you look at what was there at Capitol Hill um, this weekend, and the stark contrast, that is the difference, right? That is what we've been saying. That's what 
Hmm. Activists have been saying that's what Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, go all the way back to, uh, you know, the Jim Crow era, the even before that, you got, you know, Reconstruction era. <sighs> just the prejudices that were there. Um, I had somebody tell me, well, if you just listen to the police, this wouldn't happen. Well, obviously, that is completely, totally untrue when you can be sitting in your house eating ice cream and shot and killed and then they only get three years because they're a good person or uh brianna taylor sleeping in her bed with a no-knock warrant and the police are um they have the wrong address they already had the person they were looking for in custody they went Mm -hmm. anyway uh obviously only one police officer was charged for shooting the drywall not for shooting a person for shooting the drywall um you know, when people talk about defunding the police, it does not mean that you're making the police non-existent. It means that you're taking that money and you're moving it to social programs that are actually people who should be taking the calls, right? So um, I believe, I could be wrong here, but I believe the last sh- police shooting death in Madison was because they got called to help with a uh, uh, somebody who was having some mental issues and uh the police didn't know how to handle it felt their lives were in danger from a 17 year old kid kid was shot and killed in his own apartment um you know that should not be police officers responding to that because obviously they can't handle the training um i don't know how many times thinking back to high school thinking back to college thinking back to two three years ago uh, you call the police to de-escalate a situation, and it ends up escalating. Like, that's not... Mm-hmm. The reason that you call mm-hmm. the police is because they're supposed to make the situation safe. Oftentimes, that's not the case. Um, it's not always their fault. They're not trained for situations that they get called into. That's why you take those funds, right. and you move them over to some place where it could better help, Right. You could take those local funds to help the homeless population um, develop exactly. a safety net. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats. So if we pick up our most needy, if we pick up our, if we give people, um, you know, a little bit of pride in their life, a little bit of uh, just, you know, a little bit of dignity then you're not going to see the desperation that you see out there. Desperation creates a lot of the situations that we see. And Mm. when a police officer says that they fear for their lives, what they're really saying is they're in a desperate situation and they don't know how else Mm. to handle it. So if you remove people from desperation, you're going to put people in a better place to make decisions. Um, You know, we, we haven't always handled it great. Um, think back to myself maybe throwing my work under the bus i believe they deserved it i believe they still deserve it but there's better routes to go about it than just you know blasting all over and maybe it's stuff that they don't know that they you can't change things if you don't know you don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. white people we know our history right we know that it wasn't black people dragging black people and hanging them from trees. 
in a mob. Like, that was white people. Um, and the reason that we're talking about this in connection with the those insurrectionists is because the reason that those people, the deep down reason that that happened, that this divide is there, is because they think that including people means that you're excluding them. Um, that's not the case at all. Giving everybody an equal chance doesn't mean that you don't have a chance. It just means that how you believe that you got your chance is actually reality now. Instead of um, you having you know, three, four steps up the ladder before the next person gets a chance. So, right. <clears throat> right. I'm going to chime in here real quick, man. Yep. I think you made some. I think you made some great points because back when you first started and you started talking about, um, I thought my head right now. I can't remember, but but it, but it, but it, let me straight to you know, that one saying that I always, always that always kind of stuck with me, and it's and it's it's really coming alive today in a sense where it's black people, black men. America are viewed similar to how pit bulls are viewed. When you see a pit bull, you walk up to a pit bull, it's like, mm. so is that a, is that a nice pit bull? Is it a kind pit bull? Is it I don't know. But as soon as it presents itself as it's kind, it's nice. And you're like, okay, it's a cool pit bull. I kind of feel like that's how black men, black people are viewed in America as well, too. It's you're not welcomed over here unless if you act a certain way. Unless a few conservative, Lindsey Graham not not pretty not pretty much is exactly what Lindsey Graham actually stated yep. that black people are welcomed in South Carolina as long as if they're conservative similar similar kind of ideology to pit bulls so it's that if you're a successful black person okay I accept you you know you're you're different there's this there's this gatekeeping there's this filtering system that. Black people have to go through in order to be accepted, which that's so inappropriate. So, so inappropriate. That just, I think, just goes back to what you stated. That all started. I mean, obviously, it's been going on for 400 years, um, reformed racism. But but I like what you said about the last 12 years. The last 12 years, Obama took office. That, that hatred, that hatred that kind of was just, just growing and manifesting from a black man at the highest power on the planet. People ran out and just voted for anybody else once he finished his second term just to erase everything that he did. I think this is what you said. It's that people are too afraid of equality because they believe that if we practice equality, then we're going to be excluding them. We're going to be oppressing white people. And it's like, that's not... That's not true. So I wanted to kind of get that off my chest because immediately once you started stating that, I thought about that. I'm like, God, and I heard that before. Black people, pit bulls, it's that, it's that, you know, that comparison, that parallel, that that's that's really blinding right there. So I don't want to just mention that, but all in all, I kind of think when we speak about insur- insurrection or the insurrectionists or it's it's been it's a individuals s- who would go ahead I got the loss of words no I'm sorry man I, 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 I'm at a loss of words because 
I, I did not expect for it to get to this point. I did not expect for did not expect for it to get to this point. I'll be honest. Um, I, I gave the people more more faith, trust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did expect it to get to this point. To be honest, um, you know, I've been telling telling my wife that. We for real need to make go bags in case things really hit the fan because I have felt that um, the way that that side has been talking, the way that uh, you saw like at the Black Lives Matter protests, you saw these militias show up, um, the way that uh, the safer home orders, you saw these militias storm capitals, you saw the the mm-hmm. plot to kidnapped the governor of Michigan these people want a civil war and they think they're in the right they think that they are going to win they don't believe that the first civil war was fought over slavery um, but it was like it, it was we whitewashed that history to make it seem like it was economic anxiety which technically it was economic anxiety because their entire economy was based around slavery but it was about slavery. It really was. If you go back and you read real writings at the time, if you read, um, you know, unedited, if you read uh, history books that aren't kind mm-hmm. to Southern, you know, the the Southern insurrectionists, uh, you will see exactly what it was about, which was slavery. Uh, these people are on 4chan, 8chan. If you don't know what that is, don't look it up. It's disgusting. Um, you know, they're, they're plotting violence constantly. And now, since the president incited this violent mob to go to the Capitol, in which no violent occupying force had taken since 1812, has now happened in 2021, the Union Jack or whatever it's called, the Jack flag, whatever the Rebel mm-hmm. battle flag, the Confederate battle flag, never made it close to DC. Right, um, and it was just flown in the Capitol proudly. Um, this this buildup started with the Birther movement. It started, um, it started honestly with when. Fox News decided that they were going to skirt reality and make things extreme. Um, you know, it's been happening mm-hmm. since then, and it's just gotten worse. It, we should have seen it at rallies. Like, what what president in history held rallies while they were in office? None. That's not something that the United States of America presidents do. That's something that... Uh, is a lot more nefarious uh, if you look at the history of the world mm. and world leaders uh, and what that has led to. It's just it's a lot of it's a lot of blind faith to what America is, but this is what America is. This is what America's been. You know, yes. it's been racial anxiety because you know white people are turning into the minority in the United States of America. That's okay. It, the only reason that white people are scared is because white people haven't treated other people 
fairly, didn't treat them well. So they're scared right. they're going to get some of their own treatment. So I was about to say, um, you know, the, the ironic part of that is why would you be afraid to become a minority? Yep. I need someone to answer that question for me, a white person. And as soon as they, if they honestly answer that question, then I'm going to be like, so you never, sounds like you have not put any efforts towards helping out those who have been oppressed. You're too afraid to get, you're, you're too afraid to lose that status quo. You're too afraid to lose that, that superiority type. Uh, I don't know, man. I got, I got, I got. I'll be honest. I get very frustrated with this stuff. Really, really do because it's I had a conversation with a friend yesterday, and um, I told her. I said I read something a long, long, long time ago. Um, not, not long time. It was about three, four years ago. And you know, obviously, RJ, you know where we're from. Um, you know, I grew up in a family white town. Um, had all white friends. I read something along the lines of it stated that they only like you because you're a black athlete. Do they have any other uh, black friends? And that was earth shattering to me. Earth shattering. Because it was true. I mean. It was true. <laughs> it was true. None of my friends back home have any black friends. Um, one of my friends had a wedding last year. I was the only person of color. Um, our other friend got married last year as well. I obviously saw videos and stuff for the wedding. And I'm talking people I grew up with since the age of like 10, 11. Um, and in the video, I didn't see a single person from any sort of ethnic background, any person of color, nothing like that. And I was just like, wow. So for the longest time through from age like 10 to senior year in high school, more times than not, about 90% of the time, I was always, I was only, and always, the black person, the only black person in our events, our gatherings, etc. So my question is, would they have been friends with me if I wasn't an athlete? So, stuff is, uh, stuff makes you think. It makes you think, man. It makes you think, but I think in hindsight, already, for them from the insurrection i've stated it already and i said it i think on the day that it happened i'm obviously not when i say i'm glad that it happened i'm not saying obviously i'm glad people lost their lives i don't want people to misinterpret that but i think that there's a huge lesson there i think i think the lesson there is for those who have been sitting on the sidelines those who are too afraid to speak out against you know, systemic racism for those who are too afraid to speak out some individuals in their book clubs, their coffee meetings, etc. I think that was a lesson. The insurrectionist, the insurrection, was a lesson that wow, we all can collectively agree. If that was a group of black people, they would not have made it up the steps. We all know that for a fact. Then you watch the videos, you see police officers removing the barricades. You see police officers taking selfies with them. You see police officers waving them in. So that is, there. Need, there's no more proof. There's no more tangible evidence that one needs to explain that racism, systemic racism still exists. That is it right there. That is it right there. Something that you can actually reach out and grab, which is a video to show it. So... I'm upset, I'm annoyed, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. I hope we take that as a lesson.
I hope that one day, um, you know, a collective of the American people can look back and be embarrassed um, by not just things they've said, but by maybe their votes, maybe uh, their associations. Um, you know, yeah. hey, this is one of those times where I would definitely be drinking this week. Like, it, what do you do? Like, I, I was frustrated for a lot of the week. Um, some had to do with, because I knew family members who uh, were stating that uh, these aren't like mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. riots. They're burning things down. Um, yeah, this is why. Why you're you're trying to you're trying to pick out exactly like okay, oh that's what they did during the Black Lives Matter movement. So then it's not similar to what they're doing here. Come, come on, man. I I don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I, well, I, I get just yeah. No, I get it. Um, yeah, it made, it really made me honestly. It made me think about back to the times that I would drink. Like this is that time. Uh, this is it's tough. You talk to everybody or anybody, and they're stressed out about what's going on right now. Um, I'm I'm stressed constantly. I mean, it does it doesn't have to be triggered. It's just I I have a feeling of what's coming. Like the writing is on the wall. It's just whether you want to read it. There is going to be more violence before this gets better. Um, it's going to take some adults to actually stand up and point it out. And it's not just going to take adults. It's going to take white adults to do it. Um, you know, we need to... At this point, you need to shove people's face in it and tell them this is poop. It's not food. <laughs> That's... I don't know. It's, I like that. I like that. I like that analogy. You're right on it. I, I don't think you should. I don't think there's any. I don't think you're in the wrong for saying that um, because that's kind of how I felt, and that's when I was having these conversations. Um, you know, obviously I'd post something, and then someone would reach out to me, and we'd chat, and so behind having these conversations behind closed door, I would state similar things that I almost want to make it an effort of mine. I want almost wake up and say which Trump supporter can I reach out to today and shove this in their face? Um, because I think that the goal with that is I don't want for us to forget. I don't want for us to let Trump supporters crawl back into their caves and and, and you know, come out the other end whenever Biden takes presidency and be like, oh, you know, it's just something we wanted to try out. You know, we just kind of wanted to switch things up. And, you know, I had some long conversations and uh, I'm all better now. You know, I, I, I don't want that. I most wanted them to be like printed in a sense. Like the scarlet letter. You, you mean um, like, like glorious you... bastards? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Forehead. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, obviously, here at Untap Cake, we are not inciting violence, but speaking just pure you know just out of frustration out of frustration where it's I, I don't want for people to lay off I don't want people to lay off 
I want for people to continuously rub it in Trump supporters' faces that whether you were part of the insurrection or not, your vote, your vote helped him to get into office. That's a fact. Your vote helped him get into office. Period. That, that's just what it is. Your vote, your vote, your vote, your vote, your collective votes helped this man get into office. And I'm not surprised. I'm not mad at Trump. I'm not mad at Trump because Trump you showed us who he be. was. Day you one. still should be because he's not a good person. <laughs> right. But my exactly. But my point is he showed us who he was day one. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I'm upset with him, but I'm not surprised. That's what I mean. I'm surprised. Trump. That's how Trump was. He was running for presidency. I'm more surprised and angry at the individuals who still rally behind him, still make excuses, who still try to sweep it all under the rug. This, this, these double standards are, are annoying and childish. So long story short, long story short, it can be a powerful lesson. And I hope that it is. I hope that it's not just a lesson for those reading the history books 20 years from now. Obviously, that's a great thing. I want this to be a lesson come January 20th, January 21st, when Biden gets in the office. I want this to be I want this to be smashed into every single Trump supporter's face for the next four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. I mean, I, I can go off the deep end with that stuff because I, I don't I have zero respect for people who can't say, okay, I made a mistake. I made a mistake and I was fooled. If you were to say that to me, I would still be like, okay, you still voted for Trump, so stuff's going to keep an eye on you, but taking the right steps at least, but I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm angry. Angry. <laughs> I'm angry, but... Uh, me too. In other news... Other news, because I, I when, when we when we talk about that, I just have so much going in my mind. I'm because I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm so many emotions, I'm confused. But anyways, enough of that. Enough of that. Shall we talk about? Uh, move on. Move on. Something. Um, <clears throat> one thing. One thing I want to do right now. Um, more lighthearted. Um, I want to, you know. We got a we got a message this week, and we got together and made a phone call. Um, and it was it was awesome. It was oh yeah, exactly what I needed. It was uh, I think it was I think he he was impressed too. I want to shout out 100 days to Corey. Corey's been, went sober. He's 100 days. We made a phone call and talked to him, and he—that's uh, right. He was very open and honest with us, and we appreciate it. But um, I just want everybody to know, like, you know, if you want to message us about anything, we'll talk to you. Um, you know, it's so hard to continue to be sober right now with everything going on in the world with the pandemic. You know, you're stuck at home with maybe what your friends are doing um it's all it's hard no matter what because of uh when your friends are doing things and you feel left out like it it, that's hard it's hard to 
continue to follow on this journey. Um, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It helps make you a better person. Um, yeah, so I just I want to shout that out. I want to shout out Corey for his hundred days. That's awesome. It's amazing. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, yeah, let's just it, it's so cliche, but one yeah. step at a time and reach out to us. Any any method that we throw out there, any method that we you know okay. you can, like I said, untapcake dot com, untapcake Twitter, untapcake Facebook, untapcake Instagram, YouTube comments, anything like uh, you know we're there. So uh, we're trying to we're trying to grow a community here that uh, allows for growth. So hopefully we can all accept our mistakes and move forward, try to be better people. Um, <clears throat> So I just want to, I wanted to hit there before we moved on because I think I know what's going to happen next. Uh, what do you got here, Mom? No, no, I think I think uh, the, you know before we transition, I think yeah, that that phone call was awesome, man. I think it's you know we mean it, we we mean it. Reach out, uh, he reached out, uh, and we called him, called him, and had like a thirty minute conversation with him, and and uh, it was it was it was it was it was moving, man. It was moving because everything's coming to fruition in a sense with all of this and, and building that community and now having someone call reach out and we call them um we have individuals reaching out but you know we will call you guys if you guys want us to so we can make it happen so keep it going Corey. um there's pretty awesome stuff now for the transition all right what do you got there big dog the broccoli gm man the Broncos GM, I think. Yeah, I see what you're, I see what you're wearing. This is your official, official <clears throat> uh, video announcing your candidacy. Put push your push your glasses up. Talk about analytics. <laughs> no, but for real, man. I, I I think you know. I so I put out a tweet. I put out a tweet uh, yesterday, two days ago, maybe. Um, I'm pushing, pushing my own, my own run, my own candidacy for. I can never say that word, by the way, but for GM, general manager for the Denver Broncos, that is what I want. I think that I would really be a good fit, but obviously, I mean, come on. Well, know, should, should we uh, talk about what happened? Because that happened after our last episode, after we both stated, after I stated that I think he gets two more years, you thought he'd get one more year, and what stepped down. Oh, was, oh, well, yeah, no he kind of no stepped out right. and then moved up. That's it. Was they politely fired him, politely fired him, and uh, he moved up. What is exactly his title? He's he's Pre- what president, president of football operations. Ellis is there, so I think they're trying to push Ellis out. But long story short, Elway has climbed the ladder. Um, obviously freeing up the GM spot for the Broncos. Broncos have not been doing well since, obviously, the 2015 Super Bowl 51. Actually, for the last four years or five seasons, they have I, been they have been the worst team in the history of the NFL. That's um, false. After, after a Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. After the Super Bowl win, they have, statistically okay. speaking, have been the worst. Yeah, after the Super Bowl win. After, uh, uh, for the last four I mean, or five know, seasons, the Philadelphia Eagles are nipping at your heels right now. 
probably, probably. But uh, Broncos have not been doing well. They haven't. They have not been doing well since that 2015 win. And let's be honest, defense was was really good. Defense did it. Um, and That's again, what I was going to say. The, the, LA, the offense didn't do much to that Super Bowl. That was all defense, yeah, 120%. Exactly. Absolutely. And and then it's it's Elway, or Peyton Manning fell into Elway's lap. So I, I, I mean, I, I'm glad you have to give Broncos him credit that change. for getting the deal done. Just like, sure, sure. I mean, sure. for me, it's hard to credit Ted Thompson for drafting Aaron Rodgers, but he did pull the trigger. Brett Favre That's was true. still there. That's true. That's true. I'll so give you that. I'll we'll give you that. Him, so. We give him credit, but it's not a high credit. True. True. And so what I did was I, I, I. You know, I tweeted out that hey, just just Broncos just completely go the unorthodox route, and you know let's just throw the resumes to the side. Obviously, everyone's you know people who don't have any uh, past experience with GM position are obviously going to state that. But told them let's go the unorthodox route. Just hire me, give me the interview, and hire me for the GM position. Um, I think I'd crush it. I really do. I think I'd crush it. I think it's like a. I love chess. I love decent things. Do you together. love money things management? Things. You may have to hire somebody your face. For that. Your face says it all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. If I was GM, I would hire. I would hire somebody to, to work, worry about the salary cap. You you worry about the cap. You just tell me how much I got, and, and who I can go get. But uh, but obviously, you know, let's let's be well, real here. Obviously, you're the GM. You say who you're going to go get. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How much money can I spend? How much? How much do I have in the budget? Let's so get uh, creative with this contract. Unload <laughs> right. it for a year. <laughs> exactly. No, I think this stuff will be fun. But but honestly, you know, step. Uh, I'll step back into reality here. Um, whoever they do get for that position. For one, they have a lot of pressure on them. A lot of pressure on them. I think they're immediately in the hot seat as soon as they get in, um, because something has to happen. I do not have any faith in Drew Lock. I most definitely don't. I think that there needs. You to went be... on a radio show and said the opposite. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't, and I'll, I'll change it. I'll change it. I change it right now because I don't have faith in him at the current moment. If we do not get a, if we do not draft a quarterback and get some quarterback competition back there. You need to get quarterback competition back there. Yeah, I may be contradicting myself here, but that's kind of how Drew Locke's gameplay has been. He'll play really well, and then he'll go two games playing pretty poorly. He'll play pretty well, and then he'll go two games playing pretty poorly. So it's that flip-flop there. So I may have contradicted myself, but I think if I had to state it again, I don't really have much faith in him if there's not another quarterback back there put some pressure on him some pressure on him to 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 make him make him play better or he's gonna be riding the bench um so that that's my that's my take on that i obviously think we need to get a linebacker i like parsons i think that'll be a good snag if we if we get that with a ninth pick um, what about 40th this pick what about trading for kirk cousins oh i would i would rather <laughs> outside look at the like tire right now out in minnesota <laughs> If we get Kirk Cousins, I will. I'm telling you, I will not hold back on Twitter. 
I will not hold back on Twitter. But I think that draft a quarterback, and I think the quarterback, if he's still on the board with our 40th pick, he's projected. They got him projected in the second round. Zach Wilson out of BYU. I like the kid. I like him, and I think that he can provide some pressure on Luke. Uh, on Luke I've seen. Lot. I've seen him have first round grade. Are you sure they have him projected at the fortieth? That's what I saw, but I mean, but that may have been that may have been one out of the mm. ten mocks that I saw. Mm. Um, well, they got him. The one that I saw got him projected second round. This um, pop, you know, his projections. He may he may go first, uh, but we're ninth and fortieth. I don't know if we'll trade up or not, but we we need a linebacker. We need to pay Shelby Harris. I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do with Von Miller. Mm. But long story short, it's a rebuilding season, of course, and I think the GM's got – the GM is – ooh, I'm going to go ahead and say my prayers for whoever the GM is because that's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of pressure on the GM. I don't know. I don't know. I think that the roster is set up pretty decent. Even if you move on from Von Miller, their defense is – their defense was very good this year without Von Miller. So – you can. That's what I think so too. I think that you have the bones there. Um, you just got to add a little bit more meat, um, especially on the offensive side. You have a really young team with a lot of speed. Uh, my thing is, what are you going to do with Philip Lindsay? Because yeah. statistically, Lindsay was one of the worst running backs in the league this year. Um, mm-hmm. Part of it was probably injuries. Part of it was having Melvin there, probably putting some pressure on him. Um, my guess is it sets you up for a one-year team-friendly deal. So, I think I think right. you I think you have a lot of flexibility entering this draft with what you can do. So, and then what you do with uh, Vaughn is, yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna be true. That's to say, I, to say it's gonna be interesting is gonna be, uh, I think, an understatement with what you do with that team. I think that team is set up to compete with. I mean that that division has a chance to be very, Absolutely. very, very good next year. So, right. I think it's. Uh, I think I think you're right. That's why I, I like the idea of us shooting for a linebacker um, first round. I think they got us. They got us projected to snatch a linebacker, and I think that it means we could possibly work on some trades. What about the thought of trading Vaughn. What about trading back? Picking up maybe, I mean, you're in the ninth spot, top ten pick. Trade back, you probably get another first round pick next year. Right. I think that. And I, if you I, look at what the what, Houston what Texans did to Miami, Miami had ten wins, missed out on the playoffs, but they have a top four pick this year because of the Houston Texans. <laughs> And I think that's I think that's right. You really got me thinking about that, about how you know our defense did play extremely well with Elvon, um, Shelby Harris, Chubb. I think I think our our front seven is is doing some things. Obviously, let's get a linebacker. And I think we can use Vaughn. And I, and I hate saying like that, but we, we can we can trade Vaughn or for maybe another pick, maybe get another pick, um, and then possibly grab possibly grab uh, a quarterback from that trade. We grab a quarterback from that trade, trade Von Miller, maybe get another pick in the first. Maybe 
even higher in the second and get a quarterback. I don't know that it is saying it's not going to be entertaining. Yeah, it's it's. I think saying it's going to be entertaining is an understatement. So I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think I think the GM has a lot to think about, but also I think a lot of like you said, a lot of flexibility. I think it's going to be fun for whoever takes that position because. Because of that fact, defense played really well. I mean, honestly, the Broncos are a quarterback away from being a contender. Uh, yeah, you have the, the Chiefs in the division. The Raiders honestly played really well this year. The Chargers uh, had a ton of injuries. I mean, they're the AFC's 49ers. I, uh, it's going to be a really good division. I think I think we're right there. I think we're our offense. I think we get a quarterback. We're talking Jerry Judy, who's a rookie who played well. Talking Noah Fant, who what I think it was his second year, played well. Obviously Hamler. We're talking some serious speed right there. Some young cats, a young quarterback. So yeah, we're one. I think we're one pick away, one piece for that offense to really become explosive and to really put some pressure on the Chiefs. Um, Think I think I think we keep. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do with the running backs. Elton played some good football. He did obviously he has to work on the fumble fumbling issues. Um, he knows that and he will correct that. But as for Philip Lindsay, I think it's tough because when you when you got that tandem, you got a running back that does put the ball on the ground, and you got a running back that doesn't at all. It's like uh, I think that that's his that's his strongest asset. I don't know. I can go down that rabbit hole forever, but I think it's going to be an entertaining year off season for the Broncos. Um, about those Packers, about those Packers. Number one seed. So speaking That's of the Packers, we got a couple couple questions from Facebook actually. Nice. So one of them was. Let me see here. Who would the Packers rather face? The Bears for a third time this year or the Saints? So the first round of the playoffs, the Packers will either play the Rams or the Bears. The Bears are the last seed, so if the Bears win, the Packers will face the Bears, and then the Rams look very good. But I'm assuming what he means is the Bears next round or the Saints in the NFC Championship. Yeah, I say to me, uh, it's obviously the Bears. It wasn't even okay. it wasn't close. It wasn't close at all. You're facing Mitchell Trubisky, like the Packers just tear up know their them. defenses. The, the, you it, know them very well against the best defenses the Packers face. They put up 35 points averaging. So uh, the only game where they didn't score points was the Tampa Bay game at Tampa Bay, where. And just nothing was right. So I'm honestly not that scared of Tampa Bay. I am scared of the Rams. Like, the Rams had no quarterback yesterday, and they shut down that Seattle team. I don't know how good Seattle really was. All I could think watching that game yesterday was uh, how you thought that Russell Wilson was far and away MVP for the entire year. That was the beginning of the year. At the end of the year, you said Russell Wilson MVP. I didn't say that at the Aaron Rodgers trash. He's not getting in the Hall of Fame. You know what? It's Russell Wilson. (laughs) And Russell Wilson got Packers. Clearly, you guys can tell. He got Packers. Clearly, you guys can tell he's lying. 
I would not have said that based on simple observation. So that and Rogers is has sealed that he's sealed that deal for sure. <laughs> so looking uh, uh <laughs> looking at the Rams, the Rams defense. Sneaky. Sneaky. I don't know how I I don't know how they ended up with all <laughs> ten wins. They're a good team. They are. They are. And, they're and it's they're crazy very, very good. And but I mean, who knows who's gonna be their quarterback next week. Um I believe right. Cooper Cup might have had a serious injury. Uh Aaron Donald, we don't know how serious his injury was. I'm still that defense is scary. Like Jalen Ramsey's playing at the old Jalen Ramsey level. So like Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. Get your popcorn ready, as Terrell Owens would say. So I would say my pick would be the Bears. Right, uh, right. There was a Bears fan asking me, and he, I think he was facetious about it. He, he his Bears got in the playoffs, <laughs> even with, even with getting smoked by the Packers. So he's probably pretty happy. The Saints, the past few years though, they've been letdowns in the come playoff time. So right. they very well could be a letdown again. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see, man. I think. I think. Are you good? Uh, I was just going to say. All I was going to. You go. Go ahead. Oh, me go? Okay. I'll, all, all, all I was going to say was uh, that uh, I think I think we, we, we can't ignore the fact, man, that we're, we're – that was a really good football season. Um, well, we'll see. Given the me. pandemic. Given the pandemic, and then I think it's it's – I think it's going to be a very exciting playoff season. I do. I do. I think, I think we're going to see some really good and exciting football. Because I feel like, man, I feel like the players, I feel like, I feel like they really like the fact that there's very minimal fans or, or not any at all. Maybe obviously some don't like the fact that it may feel like a scrimmage, but I think for the communication on the field, I think, I think it's right there, especially from, you know, quarterback calling plays, quarterback making audibles, Obviously, quarterback here in the headset. I think that communication is just making things for some teams, of course, making it just click, 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 click. It's just that well-oiled machine. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how playoff season is going to be. I think it's going to be some really good football, though. I don't think the Packers are going to make it though all the way, but but yeah, I mean it's playoff season. I don't care who they play. Bring them all. We'll beat the best. So <laughs> um, we'll see. I mean, obviously the. Uh, Seahawks are knocked out, so that's the number three seed gone. So we'll see if the two seed can run. Oh. Don't care. Don't care who we face as playoffs. Um, Packers got to beat what? beat the best. So what happened to the Seahawks? Their offense just was predictable. It was one note. It was run or throw deep. That was kind of. Mm. So we'll see. Like, we'll, see we'll see what um, changes they make for next year. But right. Ty- <sighs> Tyler Lockett really had a bad second half. So I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if that was play calling. But yeah. So here we go. We got another another question. So the first question was from James Farrell. What's up, Jimmy? Missy Bud. Our next one yeah. is from Dan the Man, <laughs> Dan Anderson. 
What's your picks for the Super Bowl and who's winning it all? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if I'll go first. I'll go first. It's going to be Packers Chiefs. And the, this is the Packers year. I feel it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to regret that because I go into every game nervous. I go into every game assuming that the worst is going to happen because I'm a Packer fan. All right? I'm an abused. I'm a – no. Hold on. Stop that. I'm a Wisconsin sports fan. I've been abused my whole life. This is – Wisconsin's mm-hmm. your year. Don't be racist. Get the good karma. Let's go. Wisconsin deserves a championship in some sport finally. That's that's tough, man. I gotta I gotta pop into my notes. I don't gotta, see I don't see anybody beating the Chiefs. That that offense, man. I mean, come on. I, I think uh or not people may disagree with me on this one, but I'm going Buccaneers, Chiefs. I hate you a little bit. I'm going Buccaneers, Chiefs, man. I hate you. Buccaneers, Chief. <laughs> I think Brady. I'm saying that facetiously, everybody. But I do hate <laughs> I you think, a little bit. <laughs> I think. I think we have yet to see this season. I think we have yet to see Brady's best football. Uh, we did see it. All right, it was uh, week five against the Green Bay Packers. It hasn't been the same since. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't think. I, I still don't think we've seen. I, I, I. Something's telling me Tom Brady in the playoffs this year, the new team now with the Patriots obviously home. So he's looking at Belichick like, see, see, you know, I didn't need you. You needed me. Now I'm going to continuously prove it. I think right now Brady, I think he's in the driver's seat. I really do. For obviously that uh, for that conference, obviously the Chiefs. Uh, not, many defenses can't stop that offense. Um, you, you you really can't because you go cover one. If you go cover one, you're you're, you're dumb. Um, because you have a mobile quarterback, so everybody's turning their backs and sprinting, and you can try to QB spy, but you're, you're he's a very mobile quarterback. You go zone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to pick you apart with no look passes, and obviously they got a really good running back back there. So I mean, it's it's there's not really much you can do to the Chiefs, but the Bucks. I think that, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna waltz their way in. I think Brady's at Brady has yet to show his best football. Maybe <laughs> uh, we knew that that offense was one of the most talented in the entire NFL. Um, I really think that if uh, Washington wasn't to their Fourth backup. Talking about Chiefs? Uh, no, I'm talking about Tampa. Bucks. Gotcha. I think Washington had a big, big chance in that game if they weren't down to their fourth quarterback, but it is what it is. They had a chance. They had a chance. Defense yeah. couldn't make a stop. When Antonio Brown is your number three wide receiver and Cameron, Cameron Brate is your number two tight end. Your offense is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that goes to kind of show, though, the talent of Aaron Rodgers this year. You got Devontae Adams and 
Who's the consistent? Who's the other consistent person? There's not one. So What's his name starts with L. Oh, he's oh, Lizard, what's his name? Scal. That long name. The the hyphen. Marquez Valdez. No, no, the other one with the hyphen. Yeah, he's he's pretty decent. He's I like, I like Lazard more though. Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. both kind of. They both have had their drops issues. Who knows if they counted those as drops? Um, <laughs> they just have to work on their consistency. It is. It is what it is. So their number one tight end gotcha. name is Robert Tunyon. So you got you got Packers, Chiefs, I got Buccaneers, Chiefs. So we both are picking the Chiefs. And who do you think is going to win it? You didn't say it, did you? I did not say, but if you pick uh, the I got Chiefs, man, we're going to have a problem. Oh, oh, Chiefs, Chiefs. You know who's going to make it, right? The Browns. No. At that they come to an end here pretty soon. Um, which I still don't I still think we can't ignore the fact that they don't have Browns a head coach an offensive to the playoffs I think coach. was the last time. Two thousand one? Yeah. I think it was two thousand one. Right. So I mean we can't ignore that. That's for sure. I think Do you know who's quarterback? I think last people time? need to start giving Baker Mayfield some credit. Do you know who the quarterback was the last time they made the playoffs? Was it Couch? No. Couch was terrible in the NFL. It was Derek <laughs> Anderson. Okay. I'm actually familiar. He was the backup. Okay. And then he came in and led him to the playoffs. Okay. But the Browns, I think people need to start giving Baker Mayfield his credit. Do you? Um, um, no. I think I think so. I think so. And, and, and he not, needs not to show it stat. for more than – Six games at a time. <laughs> they he has a lot of help with that backfield, that, that tandem. I'll tell you that. Um, but I think it's going to be an entertaining playoff season. I'm most definitely looking forward. So I got I got Chiefs winning it all against the Bucks. If you the got. Bucks make it, I'm going to fight you because you put it Obviously out to the gonna, world. You put it out into the world. Obviously, you're going to go Packers, right? Well, duh, I already did. <clears throat> Oh, I didn't hear you. Uh, I got you. Okay. All right. We got Said some, this we got is the year. Stuff. Wisconsin, stop being racist. Get us our karma. <laughs> Let's go. We'll see. It's time we'll see. for Wisconsin to win a championship. All these MVPs, no championships. Let's... True. It's time true. to nut up or shut up. That's true. I mean, you're technically still winning championships. I mean. No, you weren't. I mean, 2012, we won the Big Ten championship. Uh with an asterisk. You guys, you guys technically, you know, you won your division. You guys are NFC. What conference are y'all in? Division? We're in the or NFC division, excuse me. conference. NFC. Yeah, what is y'all's division? The North. Get, obviously, y'all are Chiefs. How do you Lions, not know King Viking, of the North? Bears. He's the King of the uh, North. That's where that saying comes from. No, no, no. For some reason, for some reason, your guys' division, I always get, I always... Always lose track of. It of used which, to be the central, and they used to have Tampa Bay in their division. Okay, I don't know. Obviously, if we got or got uh, Lions, Vikings, Bears. Oh my! And Packers. Oh my! So I mean, you guys win your you win your division. Win your division. That's, that's you. Good. You know what you can do? Okay, you sit back on your laurels <laughs> and root for your historically <laughs> terrible Broncos. 
And uh, you leave us Packer fans alone for now. Well, your guys' last Super Bowl was the season of 09. You guys played yeah, in February 2010. of 2010. 2010 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and we are 2015. Season of 2015. And? Played in February 2016. And so we've been to the Super Bowl twice in the last... It's 2013. Last years. You guys have been to the Super Bowl. That's because we only go if we're going to win. We're not one of these. We're going to make it and lose. You guys have gone once in the last... 11 years and you won but but we're one and oh you're one and one so you're 500 winning percentage compared to our 1000 winning percentage i don't know which is higher (laughs) 11 years man of Aaron. you don't have to tell me i know you go back 20 years (laughs) and brett Favre and aaron Rodgers. yes i'm very 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 aware of how mediocre the packers have been and it's all because Man. they refused to fire Mark McCarthy. Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers and Mike Sherman? Mike Sherman sent the had, Packers back for years. Mm. Could you imagine if he had the Chiefs weapons. Could you imagine if he had a Tampa imagine? Bay weapons? Right. Just one of those Tampa mm. Bay weapons with Devonte Adams. One really of those Chiefs weapons the, with Devonte Adams. You see the Broncos. I mean. I wouldn't go that Obviously, far, you know, with with Devonte Adams. <laughs> but anyways, but anyways, what we so, got, man? What we right, got? All right. What are you going to stream today? Nice, nice. Yeah, I got to do some catching up. I got the Elgato S Plus now. Um, I got uh, RJ's PS4. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm, tell I'm the people what's on that go. PS4. That PS4 is special. Why is it special? Darth Vader. It's a collection. It is it's a collectible. The me. Star Wars PS4. Yeah, Darth Vader on there. Um, I'll be streaming Rocket League. I'll be streaming Madden. I'll be streaming Day for sure. We got we got a question um, about your Rocket League skill, by the way. Why are you so bad? It was bad that last time, but I I, I think it was so. A, I'll, I'll previous, like, two or three times. But I'll but I'll answer that though. I I didn't know how much of a difference there is, you know, playing from right now. I'm on a mo- I'm on a PC monitor as opposed to playing on a television. So when you play faster games like that, there's a big difference because when you play on a television, it feels like you're moving in slow motion. I'm not making this up. You can uh, you guys can obviously test it test it yourself. Um, playing on a monitor, obviously a PC monitor. It's more it's smoother. It's faster. It's 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 more. The refresh rate is higher. It's more so fluid. The frames are moving it is. faster. Yeah. So so, I'm pretty good at Rocket League. Obviously, RJ, you know that we're, we're we're pretty we're pretty darn good at Rocket League. At last that I, I can't play that game on a television. It's way too slow for me. I just got to play on a PC monitor, which I'll be streaming today, so you'll get to really see my skills on that. But but yeah, watch some football today stream be a good day what about yourself yeah you gotta you gotta get you gotta get no man i've been um i've been playing some mass effect that's why with a sweatshirt yeah sweatshirts from the uh game i'm totally i i'm enjoying it a lot um i think that it got it got reviewed poorly because it came out in not great shape but i think it deserves Mm -hmm. another review because it it's a lot better there's a lot less bugs it was basically 
cyberpunk before cyberpunk so <laughs> um yeah i'm i'll be uh probably watching a little bit of football editing this down so that mm. it can be put out today um <clears throat> what game today are you most looking forward to mm. oh i, I played like some that. rainbow six last night i should say that and it went a lot better than i was expecting it to so I was not like, like that. Let me pull useless. up. And there's a lot. Let me of pull up. Let me pull up the schedule. Let me pull the schedule up. Because I got, I got, God, I got, I got one in my head, but I want to make sure I don't miss any of them. I don't miss any of them. You know what I'm really looking forward to? So my number one, number, my number one today, what is actually tonight? Steelers Browns. That's my number one. I think, I think, I think the Browns are actually going to shock the world. I really do. With because no head coach, no offensive line coach, think no, so. I don't even know if they have an offensive coordinator. Uh, I think they so. got like seven players so. on the COVID list. I think there's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said shocked. I think they're going to shock the world because the Steelers have a, you know, a really good defense, but their offense is not that, not that threatening. It's been like the Seahawks. Um, yeah, not that threatening of an offense. Defense is obviously phenomenal, but so Brown Steelers as as my top. But I think as for my second, I'm not really looking forward to the Ravens Titans. I think it's going to be you know it's it's, it's up there. I, I'm I think I'm in the minority when I say that. But see, that's the game I'm, no, most I'm not looking really, forward to. I'm mostly looking forward to the Ravens Titans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so obviously Ravens Titans, Bears Saints, Brown Steelers. I got Brown Steelers. You got Ravens Titans. Who do you got? Who do you got for winning that? <clears throat> Titans. I think the Ravens, they've had a fairly disappointing year, and I think it's going to continue. Um, I think they really need a more consistent wide receiver than what they've gotten. Maybe Hollywood Brown could be that, but they need another year. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I got the the Titans. Nice. So me, Brown, Steelers, but I think for my second one, I mean, obviously – Obviously, Ravens Titans. It's gonna be an exciting day. Exciting day, some wild card football. I think it's. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna see some stuff today. We are some stuff. DVR. Well, obviously, we're gonna see some, some stuff. stuff. You know what I mean. So we're gonna see some exciting stuff. We're gonna see some down to the wire football. Down to the wire football. This is where this is where coaches this is where coaches make their money. This is where it's at. Or the management, field position. Obviously, the players too. But I think I think the coaches, man. Once they get in the playoffs, it's it's over. Make sure you make sure your team is over. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure your team is in the best position possible to win the football game. You hear that, Mike McCarthy? Yep. <laughs> I can't believe he survived his first year. All right. Dallas, yeah. Dallas where, is. Where can they find you, Monts? I think this is the perfect time to. <laughs> yeah, because we can go on forever. You guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28, Instagram MonteBall, obviously our untapped cake pages as well on social media. Send us messages, questions. If you just want to chat with us, we'll give you a call. Um, and we're pretty engaged, pretty engaged. Where can they find you, man? Uh, I'm at it's Trickster. I added them to the stream. Point out months. The it's ITZ uh, one and Trickster. Nice. 
And then, um, yeah, you find us on Tap Keg anywhere. Just Google on Tap Keg. We show up. So, uh, please shoot us questions. Shoot us, uh, you know, your sober days if you want. Uh, whatever, whatever. We're free. So, let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we fail, we're trying. And uh, let's have a week, everybody. Absolutely. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.